I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield. And this is the Ministry of Arts podcast, where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by bagging these bongos. And welcome to episode number 82 of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Before I introduce you to this week's guest, I want to tell you about something that's happening on Instagram Live this coming week. From Wednesday the 2nd to Sunday the 6th, I'll be speaking from 11 o'clock on Instagram Live to all five artists taking part in this year's A River Runs Through It exhibition. Now normally that's shown at the OXO Gallery, but this year, because that's not possible... They're going to be putting the OXO Gallery online, giving you a virtual exhibition. All of the artworks created for this show are influenced by the River Thames and the environment around it. The artists I'll be speaking to on Instagram Live are Love Jordan, Ella Freer, Susan Bunn, Michael Warner and Emma Reynolds. You can listen to all of these conversations on their Instagram page, which is A River Runs Through It 2020. The information will also be available on the Ministry of Arts Instagram page and the Mizogar Instagram page. And that is every morning from Wednesday the 2nd of September to Sunday the 6th of September at 11am. But let's get back to this week's episode. I want to introduce you to Natasha Dove. Natasha has only taken the leap to show the world her work during lockdown. Producing photography within the urban environment is only the first step of Natasha's work. She spends hours in post-production, creating a secondary artwork from each image. These are what Natasha calls her artography. Being a bold, intriguing and almost abstract image, each piece of artography entices and draws in the viewer. And it's only upon closer inspection that you discover the original manipulated underlying image. You can see Natasha's work on her Instagram page, which is 
Dubsy Artography, and Dubsy is spelt D-V-S-Y, underscore Artography. Well, what have you been doing recently anyway? I've been, well, I've been working on some, a new idea to do with mental health. Nice. So, it, very early stages, so I'm just hoping that pans out the way I see it. And is that via a charity or your own project? It's my own project, but eventually I'd like to work with some sort of charity that does work for mental health. Um, like I was saying earlier about being signed off work and there not being a real sense of sort of well-being. Yeah. So that is something I'd like to address more. I know at <clears throat> my other half's work, they're very focused on, you know, things like that, and they have meetings about it and yeah, educate themselves, and I think that's something everyone should do. Yeah. And, you know, it's... I don't know, I'm just very passionate about that. I think. And is it, have you had troubles with mental health yourself in the past? Yeah, I suffer with depression and anxiety and I've done since I was a kid. Yeah. So I've always been quite open about it because I think people should be. Um, and this week, so I was saying to my other half earlier that, you know, I was thinking the other day, well, there's not really much of a stigma attached to it anymore no. because so many people are talking about it. But he said, but it's the people that have it that are talking about it. Yeah. So it's still the people who... It's not really their fault because they don't suffer with it and they don't really understand, that's fine, but we need to somehow make sure that everyone is educated in it, yeah. not just the people who suffer. But it is as if bosses and some firms and, and some people within the firms, if you're not trying to cut your wrist, you haven't got a mental health problem. You know, I saw it firsthand with someone where I used to work. He was going through a proper shit time mentally. Yeah. And the firm giving him no slack whatsoever. Yeah. He had to go into some horrible interview, being asked some really personal questions by someone who had no qualifications to evaluate his mental health, yeah. and they still never give him any time off. Well, that, and things like that make it worse. They heighten your anxiety and your stress. So, you know, you end up worse than you were before you yeah. left work in the first place. They don't. They add to it. They don't help. So, that is really something that needs needs addressing and quite And quickly. the project you're doing, is it similar to work you're doing at the moment? Yes, it's basically a sort of journey of the of the feeling of depression and anxiety, but through the medium of photography. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not really, you know, it's not, well, it's not to, finished to an, yet. To I'm... give an easier outline, <laughs> um, I'll introduce you now. So I'm speaking to Natasha Dove. And the first question of seven is, how would you explain what you do to someone that doesn't know your work? Mm. So, I'm a photographic artist. Right. Thank you, Gary. You're welcome. And um, I basically, it is my, it's my photos are based on my view of, it's what I see. I see the remove in a subject, and it's my way of trying to portray what I see in that photo mm. for everyone else to see. You do a lot of post-production work in your photography. Mm. Um, so you may just take a photograph or capture an image of a shopping trolley on its side, single shopping trolley, and then it comes out totally different as a finished product. Yeah. So that one in particular, which I saw you put up today, 
explain that one because it's one that someone could see well for me it's sort of trolleys you see everywhere if you live in the suburbs they're abandoned all over the shop and especially more so in Essex I feel (laughs) and uh, I went for a walk and I saw it and it was sort of laying on its side in the um, I don't know what it's called by the seafront that little sort of jetty bit I don't know where uh, where Graze. Oh, I, I don't know Graze no. that well, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say that. <laughs> Trolleys galore. <laughs> yeah, and it was laying on its side, but there was a piece of wood sort of jutting out as well. Yeah. And I, I immediately saw the picture that you can now see yeah. was that of a crab, but it's called Urban Catch because it's the way sort of nature sort of reclaims things that are just dumped and left and and that's what I see and that's what I saw with So you did get the trolley and multiply it four times? Yes. Post-production? Yeah. Post-production. To give it the shape of what you're saying there, the crab. Yeah. Yeah, give us a couple of other examples of of the work that you've, or the images that you've turned in post-production. So another one of mine is called Misplaced Invaders and it again it's of a building in Grace. <laughs> There's new things I was seeing. <laughs> and um I did the same with that and it looks there were two birds flying past as yeah. well in the sky. So the the outcome is a, a spaceship with shooting yeah. two things which yeah. are the birds. It's a it's a mirror image done twice and flipped and that's how I've done it with the sky around it so there's no there's so a when did where did the idea come to manipulate your images like that I don't know I think it's something I've just always done so yeah. if you know when you're fiddling about with the computer as a kid at school and stuff you're just bored and Didn't what can I do with this oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm too old you can do it on a typewriter <laughs> 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 yeah, but I can done. imagine yes. <laughs> that's what I was doing <laughs> yeah so I think it's it's something I enjoy as well yeah. I think because I relate to it so sort of the art art I like and stuff is something that where I see something that's not it's not the obvious thing yeah. to see and I like that there's always sort of a little something in my work that I hope people will see yeah. but I like the feeling that they might not, yeah. and they'll they'll judge it how they want. Well, flipping something, either giving it in a mirror image or an upside down image, gives obviously a different perspective, but it can also give a different meaning. Mm. Um, because I got, I sent a print to the uh, the printers, and when I went to pick it up, it didn't look right. And it was only one of my padlocks, yeah. and it just didn't look right. And I've, I've got it on. I'm like, what? What is wrong with this? Mm. And then I've looked and somehow, in between me sending them the image and then printing the image, it got flipped. And they're pretty symmetrical, a padlock, you know? But it just wasn't sitting right. And it's funny how the eye captures that, you know? And it didn't... Because there's no reason I couldn't have left it because there's no writing on it or anything like that. It just wasn't sitting right. Maybe that's because I'd spent hours and hours drawing it you know like I don't creating. know I think it's the composition isn't it it's what you I don't know some things don't sit right a certain yeah. way um, a, 
a photo I posted last night of it's in my mini series shelter. It's of Folkestone Harbour, but it's it's like a shell. Oh, you had a day out from Grays. I did, yeah. <laughs> I moved on to Ken. <laughs> I posted uh, uh, the Ian Rankin twenty twenty thing. So I posted it for that, but I thought I'd use it as beauty because it's nature yeah, and it's natural yeah. and it's, it's in the form of a shell. But I also thought it's the golden ratio, which is nice. beauty. But I flipped it for that because it didn't look right the other way and also it didn't fit the golden ratio because it's that way. So yeah, yeah. I did that with that. But it, yeah, it doesn't sit right. You know, some things just don't. But for yeah. that, it worked. But Are you conscious of the golden ratio within your work? I don't know, I am a bit anal with perspective and yeah. stuff, so in that respect... Subliminally. Yeah, you know, perhaps, you, you sort of, yeah. Maybe it's just part of your composition makeup. You know, Could be. Probably aware of it, as a lot of artists are. Once they read or learn about the Golden Mean, and it's in there all the time, you know. Yeah. When was your first interest in art? My first interest in art... I've always kind of had an interest because my family's always been quite artistic they've all drawn and painted and stuff and I always used to sort of say that I lacked the uh, artistic gene in the family but I think it's just because I was different yeah. I, di- I didn't copy you know I didn't copy drawings and stuff and blah 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 so yeah um so I've always kind of had an interest in it through through them mm. But then when I was little, it was colours and shapes that I liked. And sort of, I liked being organised. And uh, Mondrian was... Yeah. I used to have a, my screensaver on my computer, Gary, when I was young. <laughs> was a similar kind of thing, yeah. but my own version. So I, it's always kind of been in the back of my mind. But I think the, uh, the sort of breakthrough moment for me was I went to the tape when I was a teenager, Tate Modern in London, and I sat in the Mark Rothko room. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, this this is it. This is... Uh, I just understood it. And I, it was like a revelation. And it, I understood what he had done, what he was doing, without even knowing what he had been trying to do. And, yeah, that was a great moment. And since then, I've just, you know... And I've got to say, I smiled when you said about that Rothko room. Because I've had so many artists on here, and yeah. one just yesterday, say that they've had a sort of moment when they're really? sat in that room. That's quite I'll amazing. go there. When I'm feeling down, it's my, my little thing is walks along the South Bank yeah. anyway, I like it, but I'll always pop in there. And if I'm feeling particularly down, I'll sit in that room, and then I'll leave with some music, and everything's all right with the world yeah. again. Good. It's great. Yeah, yeah so he's, he's well known for well, putting people's mood down. Yeah, yeah. But it does. It has the reverse effect. Yeah. I think because I understand his what what he was trying to do. You know, it's like people say that like, comedians are very good at sort of portraying pathos very well. Yeah. yeah. I, f- I think it's the same with artists because they're just uh, they're either unhappy or not. But you can read. Yeah. You yeah. can read it in their work, which is amazing, and that I'm really interested in that. And yeah, I really want to go to the Florentian Library to see... Laurentian Library, sorry, in Florence. Based in, I think it was commissioned for the Guggenheim or... Oh, probably. I'm not I can't... Oh, the Four Seasons, I think. Yeah. I can't remember which. I'm not sure. It never happened anyway. But they all, they're meant to portray the windows in the library. It was so oh, okay. small and 
dark and sort of depressing almost. Yeah. And that's what he's done. It's incredible. Well, yeah, but I'd like to see to yeah, I'd like to see the library just to see what it is he did see. Yeah. But yeah. Well, you'd been producing work for yourself for for some time, and when was it? you realised that you wanted to be an artist? I don't think I ever realised I wanted to be an artist. I think I suffer from imposter syndrome. Yeah, like all of us. Yeah. And I think if you were to ask me what I wanted to do, I wouldn't be able to come up with anything else because that's what I'm passionate about. Yet it's weird sort of saying that's what I am and what I do or want to do. But... Well, it, my my work I've always done. I've always taken pictures. I've always had people. Oh my god, that composition is yeah, amazing! Yeah. Just a normal photo of, I don't know, a party or whatever. And I just yeah, it's just something. I've I've known I've got an eye for it. I've known I'm quite good at it. But then this sort of new, it's trying to push boundaries. Is that all taking the time. a step to actually put it out there and put your name to it? Yeah. Which has only happened very recently, hasn't it? Very Eight recently. Weeks, maybe more. Maybe a bit longer, but not much longer. During lockdown anyway, wasn't Definitely, it? Definitely, yeah. It was during lockdown. Yeah, yeah. And was it nerve-wracking to take that leap to show everyone your work that you was obviously confident, confident with? Um, it's, hard always, it's hard to take... Um, friends and family's opinions on board because they're always going to say it's nice anyway. That's true, they? yeah. Um, but did you find it difficult to put your stuff online and take ownership of it? Yeah, I did. Because I, I, the sort of work that I've done now, not just standard photos, but the sort of work that I do or want to do, it was, I don't know, I, I've, the only person that had ever seen it was... Stu, my other half, mm. and when you asked to see some, and I was like, "Oh, I'll show you tomorrow," <laughs> and Stu went, "Why don't you just send it?" And I was like, oh, "I don't know," because it, I don't know. It's 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 personal because you attach such a lot of sort of emotion and stuff yeah. into your work that you're like, oh, "I'm just laying myself out there bare for yeah. someone to just, you know, beat down if they wanted to." It's, it's but, horrible, isn't it? Yeah, but once I've done that, it I found it easier, and and the more I do it, the easier it becomes. It's that disconnect you've got to try and get yeah. between your work being personal to you, and as soon as you let it out there, then it's also part of someone else, whoever looks at it and yeah. has an opinion on it, good yeah. or bad. That's right, and it's also it's good that I've done it because now that's out there, it's made me see areas that I need to focus on more. I wish I'd have done it years ago, to be honest. And how have you found it? Good. I've had quite a lot of positive comments. I've got a lot of German uh, viewers on my website, so I I guess my work's popular over there. In in that sense, I'm not sure why, but it seems to relate over there. And have you thought about taking advantage of that somehow? Now I've got some more time, yes. I don't know how, but... No, I, I don't Yeah, know. no. I just thought it was a good question yeah. to ask. I don't know what I, the answer would be. That's, that's what <laughs> you can fucking sort out. Of me. <laughs> I think I did see this thing on Instagram, sort of an advert for, I think, I don't know, like an online shop or something where they have 
different artists work and then they they promote that to galleries or whoever it may boutiques whatever in that particular town it was in germany and i thought that's good but i'm not paying 300 pound for the privilege of someone to not do anything with it so i thought maybe just reach out to people myself but i think once i've finished what i've just started working on then that will be when i'll start pushing she was putting up some images of your work in situ um, in rooms, um, be it office or, uh, you know, front room. They looked damn fine there. And interior designers, you know, I, I could see fighting over it, you know, because it, yeah. so, it looks so bold, it's interesting. The, the work you do from a distance, you go, oh, that looks like a sort of abstract crab, for instance. Yeah. You get close and then all of a sudden it changes and it's something else. Um so I know you've been sort of applying to some online opens and stuff like that. They're, they're ideal for, for where you are at the moment. Yeah. And finding your feet, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, um, Stu suggested, like, hotels or, you know. Yeah. Even office buildings, you know, especially in Shoreditch and hip places yeah, like yeah. that. I don't I know. I mean, you're not going to be the only one doing it. Of course not, but, no. you know, you're not going to get heard if you don't shout, are you? Precisely, you know? But uh, yeah, the, the more you sort of apply for and go for, have you started writing up a list of those? No. <laughs> I was sort of, I mean, I know nothing, of, you know, where where would be the best place? I mean, I don't know, yeah. I don't know who goes there, and I can't spend every day going to each place yeah. to find out. But, I, you know, I, that's another thing as well, because I thought, oh, you know, you've got your main location, so you've got London and you've got Paris, Berlin... But, it, it, I don't know, it's it's who goes to those places, like I said. So, you, it, it's the little unknown places that also tend to be yeah. popular and have galleries that are more popular, say, than one that is in one of those yeah. cities. So, I don't know, it's worth... And interacting with other artists that are in a sort of similar, or where your work would fit well with yeah. this, interacting with them is always good. Good. But there's so many avenues now for someone who's just stepped into the art scene, putting their work forward now. There's so many more avenues to have to try. They're a lot easier to access now than they used to be because before it was literally portfolio in your hand going on knocking doors. I think I'd prefer that though, Gary. I think, like you say... This yeah, but they wouldn't. Yeah. They haven't got time to sort of bring no, someone into their it's office. it's the same with emailing people. They don't like that. It's like cold calling, isn't yeah. it, basically, but in a different form. It's it's finding the right way to do it. Yeah. But like you said, because, well, because of the internet, I guess, there's so many ways and there's so many people now doing the same thing that you've just got to find that. I don't know if it'll be luck or what, but you've just got to find that yeah. one... Sometimes you've got to make your own luck. ...slightly ajar and... It's the same with art for me, so... I mean, but all of our work, when we try and explain it, we need to try and explain it in the best, concise and meaningful way possible to us. Yeah. And if anyone else reads our work differently, that's entirely up to them, yeah. you know. Which piece that you've created <laughs> has the strongest emotional connection? Do you know, it would have been an urban catch. Bad little look through what I've put out, which... It's not much at all in recent times, but it will be the um, the one that looks like an eye. 
Okrona, it's yeah, called. Yeah, Which means protection in Polish, because my actual surname is Polish. And it's a tip of the hat to my dad. So, and also, the the I took it when we were in... Um, the front room cafe in Finsbury Park. I was with my cousin and her little girl, and it was just a nice day. And for me, it just says family. So, but to anyone else, it's, it's an eye. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, it's, it's meaningful, whatever. sentimental. That one. And how how big is your work, or, or, or have you not made it a, a specific size yet? No, so I I consciously don't put sizes when I when I post something. Because they can be, but I think the larger the better for these pieces. Yeah. They are kind of meant for a feature wall. In you know, I kind of visualise well in in the sort of in situ pictures I post. That's that's where they're meant to yeah. be. Because they looked about the, the one I've got in mind looked about four feet wide. Yeah, yeah. But it would also work a foot wide, wouldn't it? It would you work. You just have to get yeah closer to it yeah so ideally would you have a large one-off at four feet maybe a print at two feet and a, a non-edition run at a foot for instance that is exactly what I was thinking I was talking to Stu about it and I was also talking to a printer well, one of his friends actually and he was like oh yeah I've got a printer and I was like that's too tiny it's, it's not going to be good enough for you know what I want I need huge and so the plan is to sort of I need a space I was saying um Rich Wilson come around the other night and I was sort of saying I need a he was like congratulations well done on you know your new sort of path and whatever and I was saying yeah I was doing it in this kitchen and painting and everything or spray paint whatever is just not it's a it's mess not, no it's not physical. I've got a family you know this I need this room so I have to stop or I, get rid of the family I can't yeah that, <laughs> that is the better option I'm feeling yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah um, so I need a space and I was saying to him about it like any any space that's what I need right now because if I don't have it here and he was saying, well, it will come, you know, you've just got to sort of ask people and, you know, have you got a garage or whatever yeah. you don't don't use and you want a bit of money for each week. So that's the plan, to get that, a printer, my own space and, and sort of set out to do things properly. Yeah, but if you haven't got the room for it, you can only just wait until it evolves, you know, what... Well, which that's is what I'm doing. Done. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I've got no choice at the moment. Yeah. But I, f- I feel that if I say to myself I've got no choice, that we will never evolve. Like, you need to kind of have some input. And yeah. Well, the art fairs are just about to reopen. Had you not considered art fairs? Like Roy's art fair, I saw just today uh, advertising for artists. Well yeah, well, yeah, I would consider it. Because that is a, a really good way to get your work shown by a lot of people Yeah. in a small amount. Yeah, it's going to be a couple of days. You have to put a lot of work in. Yeah. And they're not cheap. You know, I don't know sort of how much, it, how much space do you get? Because I could, well, I could do one piece, I guess. No? No. More? Yeah. yeah you've how got much a, space do you get? 
you get, I, I'm not sure, it's like two, two or three metres, two, three or even, I don't know how far it goes up. And you get a return as well. That would be good. So you could have, so you're in a, maybe if it was two metres, which is seven foot or thereabouts, isn't it? Yeah. Seven foot, and you've got a metre return either side. Um, I'm presuming it's a metre. For some reason, I just envisaged you get this tiny piece of wall. And no, I was like, you I get as much as you do get as much as you pay for. Oh right, okay. I'm sure if you whatever you wanted, dead whatever you're paying for, they'll give yeah. you. But you won't set it up like you set up a gallery. You won't have um, a large artwork sitting on a wall all, all on its own. You'll have two smaller artworks next to each other with several underneath. You'll take up as much room as you can. Okay, and you sense. can also have, if you are able, to have other prints in a folder, you know, oh. to, to show as well. Because you're there to show your range of work, not an artwork. That's what ga- galleries yeah. are for, one artwork. Yeah. That sounds good. Do you not, find it competitive? I've never done art fairs. Oh, have you not? No. And I, 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 I always found art fairs to be a bit hard on the eye as a viewer because I was going in there with gallery mindset. This is what I'm thinking in, in my head. You know how you want your stuff to look. And what you just said, you know, with small... I mean, it makes sense so that people can see your work, but it's it's not natural to me to sort of perceive it in that sense. Yeah, but that's, that's what it is. You've got to get the gallery out of your mind because it's yeah. not gallery. Yeah. That is your physical Instagram feed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That you're trying to show... Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't... If you've got... It's going to be a bit, a few less people this year because of social distancing. But if you've got 700 people walking past that afternoon, you don't want to just show them the one painting. No, you want them to on see... There. That one they can buy for 700 quid. Yeah. There's not going to be many of those, but loads of people might want to buy that one for 60 quid. Yeah. Or in a frame for 100 quid. Yeah. You know, like little things like that. Yeah. So, Where is it? Where's the... It's Truman Brewery. Oh, right, yeah. So his one... Brick Lane? Yeah. yeah. And it's in October, and I saw today he's advertising for artists to show. So how you did that blew my mind. That's... I, we look at it all the time. We'll just sit here and we'll just have a cup of tea and we're just staring at it. Like, can oh. to make sure it's correct. No, Stu keeps threatening to do it, <laughs> but he hasn't yet. <laughs> well, I've got, you'll see that I've, I'll have a bit of paper and it'll have 5k, 1k, depending on how long I've sat there. I hey. saw that when I saw you doing that, the last piece you did on Instagram. Oh, yeah. I watched you finish it, yeah. which is pretty special. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know if anyone's watching, blah, blah, blah. But watching you do it is so therapeutic yeah. and it's fascinating. Tash, what do you do to relax? <clears throat> oh. I drink wine. <laughs> no, uh, I think I said it earlier. I, I love London. I was, I'm, I'm from Surrey originally, but I've always had a kind of strange affinity with the city. And I've always loved architecture and all that from, you know, I don't know, since when yeah. I can remember. And it, I, I don't know, it just, I feel different when I'm there. So I, I love going for a walk by myself <laughs> along the South Bank, whatever, stopping for a bit of lunch or a drink, 
I'm not afraid to do that on my own. Yeah. It's 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I never have been. Um, quite happy in my own company. But sometimes I think pe- more people should do it. That's, I'm going to throw that out right, there. No, I agree with that. More people should do that. Spend more time with themselves. I mean, I get well. Lockdowns kind of enforced it, but you know, you, you've been limited. Yeah. But just to go out and do something you enjoy. Do it, you know. Don't wait for somebody else to want to do it with you. Just go and do it. So that's what I do. Walks, nature. I live opposite a gorge, which is when you're in there, you forget where you are. It's yeah. incredible. It's like fifty million years old or something. Chalk. It's, it's chalk, yeah, an old sort of quarry yeah. kind of thing. There's a few. So there's one at the end of the road where. People go fishing, I believe, mm. which is a massive lake, and it's nice in the evening because all the bats fly yeah, over you yeah, and yeah. stuff. This one, it's just huge. It just seems endless, but lovely sort of woodland walks with a couple of lakes, and then the other one by little Tesco's. <laughs> that one's where Whiffin used to go as a kid with his yeah. granddad, and in the lake you sort of see the trees, but it, it's almost like the roots are coming out of the yeah, water. Yeah. It looks weird. Apparently they're birch trees, and his granddad used to make birch wine. He used to take oh, them man. over there. Yeah, Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice little story. <laughs> and that's what you do to relax. Have you thought about making birch wine? <laughs> if there was you, you and five other artists past and present, what would your ideal group show be? Oh, that is a tricky question. I straight away would go for Nan Golding. Nice. She, uh, I went to the Tate Modern on one of my one of my walks, <laughs> and I popped in there, and it was her. What was it? The Ballad of. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Forgive me. But it, a slideshow of all her photos of past the the uh, Stonewall. I don't know something in in America yeah. to do with LGBT and stuff and. They are such intimate, fascinating photos yeah. that I was glued. I literally, you know, sort of people, it's a dark room in there, you know, in the tape when you go yeah. in one of there. I was sitting right at the front, I thought it was a bit of me, just sat there and there's people coming and going and I just stayed there for the entirety. I think it's almost two hours long. Nice. But incredible. Love her. Love her work. Just, just amazing pictures. And I like what she's done. I like the... I don't know. There were times where I thought, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be seeing this. Yeah. I feel like I'm literally intruding. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's that I'm nice sitting thing. in the corner of, of the room that she's in. Well, that goes to show whatever she's doing is working. Yeah, precisely. <clears throat> um, yeah, it was great. Really enjoyed that. There's a... Along a, a, a similar well, photography vein would be... Um, it was a woman called Vivian Maya or Maya. Um, have you heard of her? No, but a, a lot of the time I'll know the work, but not the name. She, well, I don't know, it's a strange one. I watched the documentary and this guy, sort of, I think he went to an auction, um, if I'm remembering correctly, and just bought a load of, you know, as you do, you don't know what it is, bought, bought a load of photos and film. And uh, he went and developed it, and he was like, I'm, I'm on to something. There's just amazing pictures. And 
then he went on to film a documentary about it. And then there was this woman who was a nanny back in, I don't know, the 30s or something, I'm not sure. Um, she was a bit of a recluse. She wasn't the nicest woman. I mean, he interviewed like, kids that are now grown up that, that would have known a bit about her. And she liked to hoard things in her room. But she took these wonderful photos. And it's, you know, she didn't really talk to anybody. She didn't seem to have any friends. But just went out with a camera and just took some amazing... Even sort of like selfies, you know? Yeah. It's just crazy. So her as well. There's been a few her. artists that, like that that haven't been discovered mm. until they've long yeah. gone. There's been exhibitions, but I missed it. I, I saw the documentary and then I missed it. There are exhibitions in America still, but yeah. obviously that's not a trade journey yeah. away. But but yeah, I, I mean, that I found... Um, the, I sort of started watching, I thought, oh, I don't know about this. Because, I don't know, I don't, because of the guy who was doing it. You know, yeah. I just thought it was a bit pretentious. Yeah, yeah. I bought this, you know, I spent a lot of money on something. I didn't know what it was. I'm going to make this and blah, blah, watch it. But the more it went on, I was just fascinated by this woman. Like who? I think that added to it yeah. that you didn't know anything about her, and what you did know wasn't wasn't like the best. Yeah. You know, yeah, crazy. So her, I'd like to go to one of those exhibitions. Who else? Rothko. Of course. Yeah. Um, Pollock, because. It reminds me of kind of my granddad's style, my granddad's kind of painting, even though he didn't really paint like that. I think it was more his way he painted, yeah. looked like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I kind of have like a sentimental affinity with, yeah. with him because of that. Um, same trousers as well, you know. <laughs> like <a hero. laughs> but yeah, I love some of his stuff. I think there's a, uh, the deep or in deep, or one of his works has got deep in it. I, I just loved it. It's so simple. It's just literally black with white over it, but you can just see sort of the crack of black, and it's like yeah. looking down the sea, you know, you get a deep bit, and then you get a, a bit you don't know how far yeah, that yeah, bit's. Yeah. And yes, yeah, just how you've done that just by swishing some paint about. See, he's the stereotypical one where people go, Oh, it's, yeah. anyone can do that. Yeah. If you've ever tried to do drip painting yeah. and make it work, and, so and, difficult. And a lot of his stuff isn't just, he's just done yeah, this, yeah. so just sort of... It is placed, <laughs> choreographed. Yeah, exactly. So much and it so, looks, it has an order. That a few years ago, I was watching a TV programme, and I can't remember what the painting's called, but a very long, thin painting. They put it to music. The, one, the rhythm of it works as music. So, uh, he's got a long one that I used to like, called Summertime or Summer, it, it, and that's, Similar, but it, it it is like I said. It's, there's an there's an order to it. It's mm. not just no. you know slapdash. Um, who else? Eve Tongi. Nice. I am fascinated by this guy. I just think he was born in I don't know nineteen twelve or something crazy. But the use of colour in yeah. his work. I mean, I love the abstract and the surrealism of it. That's just two things, but the the it kind of like neon like colours that he uses, like pinks and yellows, and I just thought oh, that's like that's so modern. Yeah. 
for something so long ago. You, you don't see that anywhere else. And I really fell in love with him. Stu bought me a book, actually, which I haven't read yet, but I think it's someone's take on him or something, I'm not sure, but him, definitely. Funny, your last three have all been pretty abstract. Yeah, it's kind of what I relate to, I think. Um, So that's the five arts. Do you think your work would hang well amongst theirs? Things I've got coming up, hopefully, yes. Nice. Are you able to speak about things you've got coming up, or do we wait to see what you've got coming up? I think you'll have to wait. I can't really good speak answer. with any real clarity because they're not. Yeah, they're no, that's good. That's good. They're in my mind. If you're not, yeah, if you're not there yet, <laughs> it's pointless telling us something that um, you've not figured out yourself. Yeah. If you wasn't an artist, what would you like to be? See, I think I touched on that earlier. I said, if you were to ask me what I wanted to be, I wouldn't be able to think of anything else, which is a weird thing. That's all right. I don't like to call myself an artist. And if anyone asks me what I do, I, I tell them what my day job is. I won't tell them I'm an artist unless they're really interested in what I'm doing. But Why do you think that is? Because I've done exactly the same. Is it because... Financially, that is the one that governs you, your day job. Do you think if you started earning Possibly. the equivalent or more as an artist, you could then say, I'm an artist and I've also got this other job? I think that's definitely a factor in it because it's all kind of class related, isn't it? And, you know, it's financially orientated. You know, I'm an artist, but where is it then? Yeah. <laughs> you know here <laughs> let me show you yeah it's not what gallery have you been in what i haven't and like you, know? you just said it's a class thing and i totally agree with that yeah because i was exactly the same first of all i thought well i don't want to sound a bit pretentious yeah you know i'm working in this like newspaper plant mm. and there's me saying oh, i'm an artist yeah you know who am i trying to kid exactly but i am sitting here that's not who am i trying to kid because that's what you are and mm. that's what we do i haven't come here today to speak to someone who does your day job. Yeah, I was really nervous. But then I spoke to Jay De Montaigne. Ah, oh, Jacqueline De Montaigne. That's it. And I, I, I listened to that podcast, She's I don't know, actually. about a month ago. And I just reposted it on Instagram. And she messaged me after that. It was like, have you listened to it? And I was like, I've literally just finished listening to it. It was amazing. I was like, she was such a lovely woman, and I loved... I don't know, it was a great, great podcast. Yeah. And, uh... Um, Fuck me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I'm, I'm of saying her. of her, not of me. <laughs> I was as fucking fantastic as ever. She was just there, filling in the gaps that I left behind. Well, she, you know, as hard as it was for her, she did a good job of it, and, and got there in the end. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, she was really great. And then, she, you know, she messaged me saying, you know, oh, um, something about depression. I see you've got depression as well. You know, uh, you know, if you ever need any help with anything, give me a shout. Yeah. And I was just like, this it's world is great, crazy. Everyone helps so much. Yeah. A thousand people asking them, you know. I've found that if I'm struggling with something, I can call them and go... 
heirloom. Well, I don't think the other day to Elizabeth Waggett, mm. I've put some gold leaf on the back of a, a well, I've put copper leaf on the back of an artwork. And I I'm didn't know if it sells, I didn't know if I could roll it or not. Yeah. And I know it's only a nothing, but I contacted Elizabeth and I said, look, when you it's send them Is something you don't leaf, know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you send them flat or do you roll them up? Mm. I, I did feel a little bit funny about asking it because it's one of those things that you should possibly know. And I figured, well, I don't fucking Why? know. So gonna... You don't work with that. Yeah. It's not what a medium that you've yeah. used before. It doesn't mean that... You know, we've spoke about this sort of thing. You know, you was asking me questions and I know myself... If you don't know something and you really want to try you can't just put some things into Google. Mm. You need someone to go, I've tried that, this worked for me, why some don't you guidance. try it? Yeah. yeah. Or someone to go, don't waste your time doing that, because yeah. that definitely doesn't work, even though you think it probably will. Yeah. This is what definitely works. Try try your idea as well, but this definitely works. Yeah. And it, it really helps for someone just to fucking give you that little bit of a, a hand. It does. And it, it stays with you for forever. It does. You know, it really does. But it and makes you realise how important that was for that person's help that you would then want to do that when, when you're, you know, reaching yeah. a certain level. I mean, you're especially when you're with. putting your foot on that ladder. Yeah. You don't need someone to fucking go, yeah. you know, this is my ladder. Yeah. You know, I can't... I'm not down with that. For, for me, art is for everybody. Everyone can do it. Anyone, any age, everyone starts from the bottom. And it's only through meeting people and, and, and networking in a way, whichever way you've done it or are doing it, that you're going to progress. Yeah. And that's what everybody does. And that's what they've done. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what you do. That's what everybody does. It's ridiculous. But I would say, don't be frightened to ask anyone anything thinking that they may be like that because over 99% of them aren't like that. There is the odd yeah. one or two that are. And and I only talk about them widely because where there's so few of them, when they do raise their heads, mm. they stand out, you know? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be. And it, like I said, when um, Jacqueline messaged me, I just thought, you know, and I'd spoken to you and a couple of other people and I just thought, you know, everyone that I've, encountered in this new sort of world of mine it, it's it's lovely yeah. it's so kind and, and helpful have you got anything coming up are you entering any opens or competitions anything like that with your artwork i am now seriously considering an art fair good i also entered the on Instagram, the Ian Rankin 2020 nice. photography contest, but uh, no, is, I don't have high hopes with that. I'm not a, sure what he wants. There's a no, and then you've got as much chance as everyone else because no one else knows what he wants. Yeah, there's going to be thousands and thousands of people entering it. You've got as much chance. Yeah, as I, else. I felt that even though there's categories, uh, so a photo for empathy, say one for beauty. Even though he, they've specified that, and even though you can be as creative as you want, I think they're still looking for something specific, which bothers me a bit, because just say what it is you're looking for. Or, but then what I would say was, yeah, put in what you want to put in. Well, I did put in what I wanted to put in, but that's why I don't have high hopes of anything coming of that. Just, you know, good, good to be a part of yeah. something. Uh, what else? 
Oh, Stuart Roberts. I don't know if you... you yeah, you must have met him at, when I met you. He's at fucking the, amazing, isn't he? Um, he's asked me to do the artwork for his Hear Me, See Me podcast. Brilliant. Yeah, so that's coming up as well. He's a, yeah, he's lovely. And I love what he's doing. I, I volunteer. Um, I, I would do it more if I had the time, but every Christmas I always make an effort to go and I volunteer for crisis at Christmas. Nice. It's just nice to be around them and see them sort of comfortable. Yeah. So Stuart Roberts runs a podcast called Hear Me, See Me, yeah. where he speaks to people that are associated with his charity. Yes. And his charity is called... Hear Me... Oh, Haircuts for Homeless. Haircuts sorry. for Homeless. Yeah. He has teams of volunteer hairdressers all around the country doing free haircuts for the homeless. Yeah. And his Fucking ambassador amazing. is Lena Heddy. How cool is that? I know. Queen Cersei. (laughs) And anyone who wants to see your artwork, be it social media or website? Uh, Yes, I've got a website which I'm going to be. There's a couple of adjustments that need to be made, um, and I'm, you know, in order to get it as good as it can be at the moment. So Uh, your website's still under construction? It it will be. It's not at the moment, but it will be, yes. Uh, So that is. DoveseyArt.com, D-V-S-Y-A-R-T.com. And there's also a link on my website for my Instagram page, but my Instagram page is my chosen media platform. I need to stop using my hands. My stepdad used to tell me that. Sit on your hands. And what is your favoured Instagram account? Because you've got a couple. Well, for my art, it's... Dovesy, D-V-S-Y underscore artography at the moment. But like I said, I, I, because I'm new, you're always learning and everything's yeah. always evolving. So, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just going to make things better. So Yeah, no, that's good. Well, Tash, that's all my questions asked. Excellent. Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and there you have it, Natasha Dove or Dovesy Artography, as she's known on Instagram. Go over to her page, give her a follow, a bit of love, and say hello. And make sure to have a closer look at her work. And I should mention, next week's episode is something really quite special. It will be coming out in time to commemorate 19 years since 9-11. And I'll be speaking to Dale O'Worko. He was the photographer who captured the fireball erupting from the Twin Towers as the second aeroplane hit. His story just pushed me into silence. And that takes some doing right. And as I mentioned during the intro, from Wednesday the 2nd of September to Sunday the 6th of September, I'll be speaking to each of the artists from A River Runs Through It on Instagram Live at 11am. And I'll be speaking to Love Jordan, Ella Freer, Susan Bunn, Michael Warner and Emma Reynolds. And I'll be doing that via their Instagram page, A River Runs Through It 2020. I look forward to seeing you. Well, that's it for this episode. On whichever platform you listen to this podcast, you should be able to leave a comment. If you could do that, that would be great because that helps us get noticed and it also helps anyone looking for an art podcast. So thanks for listening and until next week, ta
anyone who wants to see your artwork, be it social media or website? Uh, yes, yeah, so I've got a website which I'm going to be. What's the word? Tip up. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.